the Lord has shined light that the Lord has shined light to the Lord. Let's start mentioning what happened that is happening here. We have the so-called revolution in the Lord. Revolution in Ukraine was the fact that the then president of Ukraine, Yanukovych, mm -hmm. refused Yanukovych. to sign uh, an association agreement between yes. Ukraine and the European the Union. Union exactly. And people went on streets yes. peacefully mm. asking for the government and mm. for the president to change their mind. Mm -hmm. But instead of listening to people, mm. uh, President Yanukovych ordered um, police force mm -hmm. to use violence against people force force yes to yeah, so use force yes and violent force mm -hmm. many people were injured mm -hmm. many people were killed mm -hmm. uh we have um a hundred of people we call heavenly hundred mm. these people perish their life during that revolution of revolution, dignity yeah, of for us for our future yes for our uh, freedom for our choice to be a, a free and democratic state yes sir and then mm -hmm. when actually we change the government mm -hmm. when we change the president yes during the open and fair elections mm. it the president was not imposed by someone yeah uh, we Freely. had free Freely and fair election. elections yes in 2014 then russia decided mm. uh to use force mm. to occupy crimea Yes. And yes. Uh, at the end of February, mm -hmm. uh, on the 28th of February, mm -hmm. Russia started the occupation of Crimea. Mm -hmm. And if uh, Russians would say that it's not true, mm -hmm. uh, there are uh, documentary evidence uh, that they even have and they even uh, produced a medal for their military and servicemen mm -hmm. called for returning Crimea means they yes. planned that yes. invasion to Crimea mm -hmm. at least couple couple of years before they started true. Yeah. doing that. Mm. Uh, then, mm. uh, in a month's time, at the end of March, beginning of April, uh, they started um, occupation of Donetsk Don, and yes, Lugansk regions. Yes. Yeah, they call it Donbass. Don okay. Yes. Okay, we can we can argue okay whether it's a, a right name for the region or not. But okay, we we call it a little bit different way. We call they start that they started occupation of some parts of Donetsk region mm. of Ukraine mm -hmm. and Lugansk region. When mm. I'm saying region, it's like counties here in Kenya. Yes. And that is when fighting started, and when we are talking about. Russian aggression. Yes. Important fact is that Russian aggression started back to 2014. 2014 means yes. that we are yeah, fighting 14. now for nine, nine years. years. Exactly. What happened last year? Last year, they started on the 24th uh, of February. A last year, a they, year ago. Yes, a yes. year ago, they started full-scale invasion to Ukraine. Yes. Uh, and actually, I would allow myself to mention that at the beginning, their president uh, was saying that uh, we will take Kiev within three days. Mm. We'll take over whole Ukraine within a couple of weeks. Now it's one year and mm. we're still defending our yes. country. Yes. We're still fighting for our freedom, yes. independence, territorial yes. integrity. And what 
also most importantly i would say for the future of our kids mm-hmm. yeah but there's also this argument that we've been seeing uh, on the western media and the, the that's the argument not that i agree with them uh, i just watch and i just listen and say the reason why they're doing that is because that part of U- uh, ukraine is uh, has a huge population of russian speaking uh, residents so to them because I don't know to them uh, they have uh, a right to that part of the world Crimea I was like no 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 but that part of Donetsk and all that I was like no you know why why are you doing this and they said no that has been and always be part of Russia is that the truth sir no not at all uh okay if they refer to Russian Empire which existed okay more than uh, 100 years ago or yes. stopped to exist more than 100 years yeah then the whole territory of ukraine was part of the russian empire we've yeah. been occupied by russian empire Do, for the Soviet, uh, then the, the, then the, the, we not the, then we managed to stay the, independent the, the, for five five and a half years yes. from 1917 to 1922 then we've been forced to join soviet union the soviet union yes and actually ukraine uh used to have its borders well before well before okay uh, the joining the soviet union and when he joined soviet union donetsk region and lugansk region mm-hmm. were already part of ukraine yes uh, we have to be honest mm-hmm. not like uh our uh, not like russians mm-hmm. and to be honest means for me and for us that yes the true fact is that there are a number of russian speaking people yes. living in donbass and uh, donbass Don- donetsk and lugansk Don- region of ukraine yes. yeah. regions of ukraine mm. correct um but these people have never been persecuted until uh-huh. the full-scale invasion which started one year ago exactly yeah. we had in ukraine mm-hmm. Russian schools, Russian newspapers, Russian TV channels, Russian FM radio stations. Yes. No one ever tried uh, to uh, make the use of Russian not possible. Exactly. People, until the invasion, very many Ukrainians in different parts of Ukraine were Russian speaking. Yes. But then. Yeah. Believe me or not, mm-hmm. I know personally mm-hmm. hundreds of people mm-hmm. who switched to Ukrainian mm-hmm. on the 24th of February. They told themselves a year ago. No mm-hmm. Russian language no anymore because they came to destroy our lives. Mm-hmm. They pretend to say they ca- they they came to liberate Russian speaking mm-hmm. population yes. from Ukrainian mm-hmm. nationalists mm-hmm. from Ukrainian Nazis. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they use that word Nazis, but we will talk about that for later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, yes. to 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 make a long story short, sure. yeah. Ukraine as a state, Ukrainian government never ever persecuted Russian-speaking Ukrainians yes. at all, all, and that's another Russian lie. Wow. Okay, uh, Your Excellency, thank you so much. We still we still have so much to cover, and uh, we just take a short break. And when we come back, we talk about the current situation on the ground in Ukraine and how it's affecting the daily lives of uh, uh, ordinary citizens. What we watch on TV and what we see, it's 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 really sad. So we take a short break. We come back, and we can open up this one even more. 
sir. And thank you for coming. Muheshimiwa. <laughs> you know that word means? Your Excellency. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Capital. 28 minutes, smart 8. Uh, just stand by and of course, get to the headlines and sports. Stand by. All right, 26 minutes to 9 o'clock, right here in your best mix of music, 9.4, Capital FM. As I told you earlier on, I have the Ukrainian ambassador with me, and we're having this conversation about something that has uh, affected uh, Africa, the whole world, uh, whether it's a food situation, or how we've been crying even last year about uh, how things have been. But he's here to tell us uh, uh, exactly what's happening uh, in his country. Pravednik Andrei, welcome again to Capital FM, sir. Thank you, sir. And uh, yes, uh, so much to talk about, sir. That's why we're not playing any music because we need you to cover so much ground as possible. Um, right now, it's about the current situation on the ground in Ukraine and uh, what we see on TV. Uh, it, 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 how is it affecting the daily lives of ordinary citizens? Because I know you have first-hand information because you speak directly to your people in Ukraine, sir. Thank you very much, uh, Charles, for this question. Yes. Definitely a lot of Ukrainians are really suffering. Mm -hmm. Suffering because of the fact that they become internally displaced persons. Oh, I mean, yeah. look at figures. Eight million Ukrainians had to flee Ukraine wow. and move to different countries. Wow. Eight million Ukra mm. Ukrainians are now internally displaced persons. Mm -hmm. The reason why? Mm. Because of the Russian invasion. Because mm. Russians destroyed their houses. Mm. Russians continue destroying apartment buildings. Mm. Russians continue destroying critical infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Hospitals, mm. schools, schools, kindergartens. Mm. And what is most importantly, they are targeting energy infrastructure. They started this massive missile attacks on the 10th of October. Mm. And their goal was to destroy energy infrastructure of Ukraine mm. to freeze Ukrainians to death. Yeah, because that was the onset of... Of winter. Winter. Yes. Yes. But thanks to unprecedented uh, resilience mm -hmm. of my countrymen, mm. uh, not only on the battlefields and on the front lines, mm -hmm. but also those people who work for mm. okay different power stations people working for energy sector mm -hmm. who were really instrumental in restoring all that energy infrastructure yes, I and that. now yeah. for last for last couple of weeks we are back in a way on track back to normal uh finally most of our population mm -hmm. uh, has electricity supply, nice. has heating at their homes, mm -hmm. and in a way, they are coming gradually coming back to a okay. I would say in brackets normal life because there is normal life yet. Least, yeah. But mm -hmm. for as long as Russia Russia continues invasion of Ukraine continues fighting against us Ukrainians, mm -hmm. it will be no back to normal mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can assure you and I would really want uh, all listeners mm -hmm. to trust to what I'm saying that 90 
9% of Ukrainians mm-hmm. are really uh, focused on continue defending our country from Russian invaders. And whatever it takes will never agree with the Russian presence on our territory. Yes, I thank, yeah, thank you for that because last week, was it with the week before, I'm, I'm quite sure because uh, I do a lot of international news also, uh, President Zelensky was in the UK and he spoke to the British uh, um, Parliament, yes. And he spoke about, and he gave out this helmet for the Ukrainian pilots, for Air Force pilots. And he requested for arms, uh, fighter jets from uh, from the UK and then he travelled again. Uh, can't remember. Was it to France or no, Germany? No, uh, after UK, he travelled to France, France, then from France to Brussels. B- Brussels, yes, yes exactly. Correct. And he asked the European Union, come on, guys, you guys, we need to do something. We need support from you. And of course, we have the United States on this other side saying, yes, yes, that was rightly so. And we're giving so much money and so many arms and all that. Are we seeing all this on the ground right now as we speak? Uh, in Ukraine, I mean, what is Ukraine doing to protect its sovereignty and its citizens? Is the European Union doing something about it? Because I see laxity, a, a delay of sorts, like uh, we're thinking about it, we'll probably do it, let's keep talking. Okay, um, uh, I'm going to start with saying that we are really. Uh, grateful mm-hmm. and we are really proud mm-hmm. for our armed forces yes and for all our servicemen mm-hmm. defending us ukrainians uh, given us a chance to have a normal life yes and i'm sure that they will continue doing that perfectly well and one of the reasons for that they have a reason mm-hmm. they're defending their motherland they're defending Ukrainians. They're trying to expel Russians out of Ukraine mm-hmm. to reinstate our territorial integrity and sovereignty. And what most importantly, they actually fighting for the future of their kids mm-hmm. and for future generation of Ukrainians to live in a free country. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we are talking about the assistance from our partners, yes. The important thing uh, which should be mentioned that it's not only mm. as Russia pretends to present it, so-called collective West. Mm. No, there are many countries out of so-called collective West from different parts of the world which are really providing assistance to Ukraine. And that's another okay lie Russians use and fake propaganda Russians used to say that only so-called collective waste is on the side of Ukraine. Even Kenya is on the side of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Because Kenya um, really uh, supports, strongly supports Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And during the Kenyans' non-permanent membership in the Security Council, Kenya was always instrumental in supporting Ukraine uh, and stating that Russian actions uh, it's a mere and serious violation mm. of international law yes, yes, because every country should respect the territorial integrity and sovereignty of the other country 
in the existing borders. Mm -hmm. We cannot change borders forcefully. All of us in the world agreed that we respect the existing borders. Mm -hmm. And international order is based on that understanding. Russia, what Russia is doing now, Russia is ruining the international order, trying to bring chaos to our to our to our world, mm -hmm. and that is something which should be stopped as soon as possible. And it's not only about Ukraine; yes. it's about very many other countries in the world. That's true. Because look on what's going on: this Russian invasion, this Russian aggression, ongoing aggression against mm -hmm. Ukraine, mm -hmm. has. Uh, really serious implications serious negative implications on the whole world absolutely absolutely I agree with that one uh, one question before we take a short break uh, your excellency about the conflict how it has impacted Ukraine's relationship with Russia of course it's not very good what's the likelihood of a, a peaceful uh, resolution to these conflicts projecting forward Look, um, I'll try to be brief, although yes, it's not easy, but mm. if you look uh, at the situation, Russia pretends to be ready to conduct the peaceful negotiations. On the other hand, their president, President Putin, mm -hmm. uh, puts preconditions to any peace talks. And when we when he last time talked to Turkish President Erdogan, Erdogan yeah. he said mm. that Russia is prepared for peaceful negotiations, but they have only one uh, precondition that Ukraine should accept new territorial reality. What it means? I can explain. Mm -hmm. That means that Ukraine should recognize that parts of Ukraine being illegally occupied by Russia should be uh, accepted yes. and recognized by Ukraine as new territories of Russia. We will ne we'll never do that. And I see no one in his own mind living in a particular country would ever agree that part of his country uh, occupied by another country yes, that's uh, should be accepted mm. as, as a part of that occupying okay. power. Yes. Yes. Um, talking about peace, mm -hmm. President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, mm. uh, brought forward mm. uh, the so-called peace plan, we call peace formula plan, mm -hmm. during the G20 summit on Bali a couple of months ago. Yes. And that's peace formula plan consists of 10 steps to be taken to bring long-lasting peace to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, again, it probably take a lot of time to talk about these 10 points mm -hmm. uh, or 10 steps to be taken, but um, I would mention about one of the most important uh, is the guarantees for Ukrainian independence and territorial integrity. Unfortunately, Budapest memorandum didn't work well. Yes. And we are looking now for uh, security assurance from not only from our partners, mm -hmm. but probably from the whole world yes. uh, to create this assurance. And it's not only important for Ukraine, it's important for, I mean, 
all other countries because when you know that there is a mechanism in place which guarantees that mm -hmm. if there is a aggressive state trying mm -hmm. uh, to take part of your territory and uh, to occupy it, then the world, the humanity, mm -hmm. have mechanism in place to protect this country from the invaders. Absolutely, I quite agree with that one because even reading up, even watching the news about the green situation that so many countries, especially African countries, used to uh, import grains from Ukraine, thousands and millions of, uh, of tons. How has that affected uh, Ukrainians' relationship? Uh, with these other countries. Uh, remember, we got grains, Kenya got grains, Ethiopia, and I think some parts of Southern Africa. And of course, we have now the the blockade in the Dead Sea and all these other, whatever, the Black Sea, I uh, beg your pardon. How has that affected the relationship between Ukraine and, and all these states, and Turkey and all these other places? Uh, let me start with the uh, facts. Uh, when Russia starts started its unprovoked and unjustified full-scale invasion, they blocked our ports. Yes, and we were not able to export any single gram of grain mm. out of Ukraine. Uh, the crop for 2021 mm -hmm. was the record one, record high, 122 million metric tons. Wow, of grain. Wow. We are not able to... Okay, we managed to export some of that mm -hmm. grain out of Ukraine before the 24th of February. Yeah, yeah. But then with the start of invasion, all our ports had been blocked, blocked. by Russian yes. Russian Navy. Yes. And for three months, oh, even more, for four months, four full months, we are not able to export any, any grain out of Ukraine. Yes. But then, thanks to um, Turkey, sent to Turkish President Erdogan, Erdogan yeah. thanks to the United Nations and Secretary General Guterres, we were able to work out um, an initiative called Grain Corridor and we have agreed that we will start exporting grain out of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, Turkish Navy guaranteed the security mm -hmm of these shipments yes. and together with the United Nations. The special center had been created in Istanbul. All ships coming to Istanbul were subject and are still subject to inspections. Till, till now. Yes. Till now. Mm -hmm. uh, the only challenge for us is that Russians also uh, taking part in these inspections mm -hmm. and sometimes Russians uh, do whatever they could to delay the inspections of ships and not allow them to proceed to their destination mm -hmm. in different countries of the world. But even despite that, we are continuing ex export of our grain to very many countries of the world. Another important um, step Ukraine took is the initiative of the President Volodymyr Zelensky uh, called Grain from Ukraine. Yes. That initiative focus on providing grain from Ukraine for free as donation of Ukraine to countries most affected. affected yeah. Most affected. Mm. And um, I already mentioned that on many occasions to in different media, but I would like mm. uh, all your listeners also to know that 
at the end of November, Ukraine decided to donate 25,000 metric tons of grain to Kenya. I, I remember that one, sir. And uh, actually, uh, the ship destined for Mombasa is now actually ending is loading in port of Chornomorsk in Ukraine. Oh. And mm. uh, hopefully if everything goes as planned, the ship will start its journey from Ukraine to port of Mombasa tomorrow early morning. Oh, fantastic. So they still and as have I've been, of Yes, sorts. and as I've yes. been told, yeah. uh, if everything goes smoothly, mm -hmm. the ship will arrive to port of Mombasa not later than the end of March. Oh, fantastic. And that will be our contribution yes. to all those Kenyans mm. affected by the serious drought yes. in the north of Kenya. Absolutely. And we, we know that, okay, the drought is uh, the extremely, extremely uh, serious, that uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Kenyans are suffering yes, that's true. Uh, from hunger. Mm. Or not hunger as yet, thanks God, but <laughs> really, 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 really suffering from the shortage Shortage it's a shortage, food. actually. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Your Excellency, because uh, we're short of time, and uh, very quickly about how getting the international community, how they can, how they can, in international community help to de-escalate the conflict uh, as we work towards uh, a peaceful uh, resolution, because it's humanity. <laughs> we all care for each other. We, we have friends in Ukraine. I have friends in Ukraine. You know, so how can the international community come in and actually help de-escalate this whole situation? From your point of view, sir. Uh, I would mention one thing. All, all developed countries, all our, okay, all our partners mm -hmm. are really, are really providing so <clears throat> so important and so necessary assistance to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking now not about the military assistance, yeah, exactly. but humanitarian assistance. Yes. Because, uh, okay, millions of Ukrainians now don't, uh, don't have any home anymore as a result of Russian, Russian uh, brutality. Yes. Uh, but I would like to say that very many other countries mm -hmm. all around the world are assisting Ukraine. And I can give you a very, very, very uh, good example of that. Yes, sir. When Russian invasion started, we decided that we, we, we should open uh, an embassy account here in Kenya. Mm -hmm. And we actually asked all Kenyans through different mass media mm -hmm. and through Capital FM yes. to, yes. I to donate, to donate <laughs> yes. whatever they can to help Ukrainians who are in dire need mm -hmm. of humanitarian mm -hmm. assistance mm -hmm. and actually I'm really really grateful to all Kenyans who donated and I would like to 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 stress that mm -hmm. for us it was not important and mm -hmm. will never be important mm -hmm. how much Kenyans donated yes sir they donated as much as they could Sometimes it was 20 shillings, 50 shillings. Yes. But it doesn't matter. We're not talking about the amount of money. We are talking about the shared values. Yes. We are talking about the human feelings. We are talking about uh, the understanding that those who are in dire need should be helped, should be assisted. I agree, sir. Yeah. Yes. That is why, you know, mm. for us, it was natural to decide to donate this 25,000 metric zone to Kenyans despite the fact that we are still fighting wow wow thank you so that is that is that is good uh sir uh finally uh what message um 
would you like to send to the people of, of this country in Kenya? But I would just say Kenya, but just talk about the East African community and the wider world about the situation in, in Ukraine, the ongoing for, uh, conflict uh, with Russia. A message you'd like to send to the people of Kenya and the just worldwide. Capital FM is worldwide. So many people are listening in the diaspora. Uh, I would like to ask. Okay, I would. I would. I would. I would divide my answer into into parts. Yes, sir. We we really hope that. Uh, the governments of African countries and not only African countries but all countries in the world yes, sir. will be able to support Ukraine efforts to bring peace to Ukraine yes. and I would like to uh, mention that today in New York uh, within the General Assembly it will be a voting for uh, Ukrainian draft resolution on peace in Ukraine and we hope that many many countries of the world will support this resolution because it provides for the real mechanism to bring peace to ukraine to stop that russian aggression and to allow all of us to live peacefully on our beautiful planet secondly i would like to ask kenyans ordinary people to continue support us in whatever form not necessarily in monetary form mm. Okay, support us morally. Support, mm. uh, support us through the arts. Mm. Support us through different media. Uh, we need it. Yes. And we're really grateful to all those who are supporting us for all, for the whole year. Absolutely. It, without that support, believe me, it would be far more difficult for us Ukrainians uh, to withstand that aggression and to fight. But... But we feel that support and we asking all of you, all Kenyans, please support Ukraine and stand with Ukraine. Uh, we'll never forget it. Okay, we have four minutes. Very quickly, uh, Sal, before you go. Uh, two days ago, said yes, no, two days ago, uh, Putin, President Putin, we were watching him here on TV because we always do international news. He spoke what he spoke and then President uh, Biden was in Warsaw, Poland, and he said what he said. What do you make of that conversation that was going in between them? Look, I have to mention one important thing, that President Biden came to Kiev. President yes, Biden came to Kiev yes. on Monday, Monday and he yes. spent whole day Dave. in Kiev. Yes. And I can tell you that his visit uh, played a huge impact, positive impact. Psychological. Not result, only yes, on yeah. Ukrainians, yes. but on law, on, or also on many other countries, That's many right. other okay, people all around the world. Because President Biden showed his stance support for Ukraine. Yes, yes. And I can tell you one thing, that when President Biden uh, walked with my president through the center of Kyiv, yes, it, it was the air siren mm. that, uh, that, okay, was on mm -hmm. and they did not left into the shelter. They've been outside paying tribute to all those who perished their lives mm -hmm. defending my country. Mm -hmm. What also extremely important that President Biden confirmed that United States and all civilized world will continue to support Ukraine as long as it requires and until the time and date when Ukraine will be able to reinstate its territorial integrity and sovereignty to the full. 
within the internationally recognized borders. Wow, that is amazing. That's amazing. Your Excellency, Mr. Uh, Ambassador uh, Provednik Andre, thank you so much for coming to Capital FM. And uh, for me, personally, I pray for Ukraine. I, I always talk to my father in heaven and say, Father, just bring, just bring peace uh, to your country. So, uh, sir, thank you for coming to Capital. And uh, as it unfolds, as we continue, sir, we will have you again at Capital FM. And uh, you can tell us more. Especially when the grains land in Mombasa, you said in a month's time, we'd like to have you here also. And you can say something about that. You have my word. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I am planning to go to Mombasa. Yes. With, with, with actually, I hope, yes. with Deputy President, yes. uh, to greet the uh, ship entering the port of Mombasa. Absolutely. And I'm sure, although one might say, or critics might say, oh, but it's only 25,000 tons of grain. That is, okay. that is, okay. it, but, it but, is something. But, I, but <laughs> I'm still convinced that although it's not a huge amount of grain, yeah. it will definitely help to alleviate the sufferings of those Kenyans living, living in the uh, areas affected by drought. Your Excellency, thank you so much. Welcome to Capital. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Karibu, Salah. Karibu.